to anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Culp and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Hello, podcast land. How goes it? You're listening to the Men Church Stuff podcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, DJ Culp, and I'm here with my brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. Brad, what's up? Howdy. This guy. Yeah, this guy is it, yeah. And I say, hey, what's uh, up? And this is guy in the ceiling. <laughs> I, had a friend in, I had a friend in college, Bo Harris. Shout out to Bo Harris, who uh, anytime you'd said, Bo, what's up? He would say, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus is always up. Jesus is always up. Sleeping. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That up. No, not not directionally up. He's awake. <laughs> um yeah, so guys, this is uh episode number three um of the 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 men church stuff uh podcast. We uh we've been getting uh good reviews, uh we've been getting good um good downloads, good listens. Brad, apparently people people like us, we're likable. That's a that's a good thing, I suppose. Um Who knew? I... Yeah. Like, yeah, and I like you, Brad. Thank you, know? you. thank yeah. you for thank you, people, for liking us. Yeah. We like you back. We like you back. Yeah, but not in the middle um, school kind of way. Yeah, not the not I, the. I told the, one of no, my maybe. daughters. I told one of my daughters the other day. I said, "I said I love you and I like you," and they're like, "Ew!" I'm like what? Because <laughs> when you say you like somebody when you're in elementary and middle school, that that's a whole different thing. Like, that's no, a whole different like that. thing. Yeah. Even though we're talking, we're not talking. You know, you and I are currently right. talking, but we're not talking. You know. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Brad, uh, today, one of the things that that uh, I really wanted to to talk about um, was, um, you know, kind of kind of piggybacking off of our off of our last step um, where we discussed sort of our differences. Um, and you know how how people are different. The, our experiences with with people being different is what it's like to be a husband. Um, and in that vein, um, so listeners, just full disclosure here. Last night, I sent Brad a text um, saying, "Pick five questions from this website." And he sent me a text back before the show saying, "Do you want me to know what these questions are?" And I said, "Nope." So I have no idea what's like, and I know the questions from the website, but I haven't like, I didn't scour them. I only looked for the five that I thought I would, that I thought I would want to ask Brad. So this is the first time that either of us have heard any of these questions. Um, so Brad, would you like to start or do you want me to start? Yeah, I'll, I'll start. So, okay, kick it off. Sorry. So question number one, what reality show do you think that Shara could win? <laughs> I tried to stay away from two dangerous of questions yeah. for you, but that's a pretty dangerous one. I know <sighs> a reality show. So I need you to, I need you to know something here. I'm going to do my best to answer your question. We don't watch reality shows. So I actually don't know. And, and, and to me, to me, <laughs> yeah, to, to be, to Just be make one up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. To be best fully transparent. In the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> to, to be fair. 
I actually don't think reality shows have anything to do with reality. So anyway, (laughs) yeah. So of the ones that I'm aware of, what do, what reality show do I think she could win? Um, Oh gosh, maybe like a, um, maybe like a, maybe what is it? Like, is it live it or list it? Is that what it is? It's, it's a, it's yeah. House. The house, show? yeah, it's like a house flipping show. <laughs> I, that's that's what I that's, that's that's what I think you should be able to win. Sure, we'll go with that right, one. There you go. Yeah, Boom. yeah, yeah. There's clearly Lift not this a house, Shara. He <laughs> lifts this house. That dude, she could do that. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So for you, Brad, who would you want to play your spouse in TV show? <laughs> who would I want to play my spouse? <laughs> this is assuming they don't let us do it ourselves, right? That That's correct. Be yeah. one. I'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> who could better play me and my spouse than me and my spouse? Than me and my spouse. Yeah. Ah. So who plays Tabitha? Who plays Tabitha? Man, that's a that's a hard one. Um, can I be cartoon? I'm going to do cartoon. Okay. <laughs> okay, sure. So like Linda from Bob's Burgers, like Bob's wife from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> okay, I've never seen the cartoon. Like, it would be a cartoon. Our life would be a cartoon, and okay. I would be Bob just with a big beard. <laughs> I'd have to figure that out making burgers, you know. <laughs> okay, be Linda, and I mean it. <laughs> it just fits okay she'll agree with she'll agree with me she'll, be she'll like, agree yep. with you <laughs> yep. all right go ahead all right if you were given a lifetime supply of anything of your choosing to make your relationship smooth what would it be a lifetime supply of anything of my choosing anything. to make my to make the relationship smooth yeah, that's what it says yeah yeah to make it smooth a maid a lifetime aid, supply yes. of like house cleaning. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a no brainer, dude. That's easy. <laughs> and, and, and uh, sure, like, don't pick up those clothes. Don't worry about it. That's right. The maid's coming. I can guarantee you, Am though. Am I your maid? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Is. Yes. <laughs> I, could, I can guarantee you, though, she would have the hardest time letting the maid do do it do yeah. it he or she whatever you know You're like those people that straightens up the house before the maid gets to yeah that's exactly yes she, dude she would so do that absolutely she would yeah <laughs> she would clean, the clean. Toilet. we can't let her see the spices <laughs> yeah right she would clean and the maid would walk in and be like okay this is the easiest if, job like, ever. Yeah, if I'm if I'm hourly, I wonder what channels they have. You know, like, like yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna plop on the couch, I'll plop the pillows after so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but I could definitely like yeah, I would say I would say it made because that is where all of outside of mothering, that is where all of Shara's at home time goes for sure, hundred percent. Um okay. If you could travel back in time. What period would you go to as a couple? You and Tabitha, where are you headed? So, so do I get a pick or does she get a pick? No, uh, we're gonna say we're gonna say you're the travel agent, so she okay. has to she has to go where you go. I'm like we're seeing Jesus, man. Like, we're going... <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm I like trying to fair. decide: do we do we go with the wise, you know, with the shepherds right. <laughs> up to up to the manger, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know that I could handle going to the cross. 
Um, no, no, yeah. no, um, no. But the funny thing is I've asked that thing, you know, um, you know, sometimes we, we want to be with Jesus. Oh, if I could see Jesus face to face. The reality is look at the way he tells the apostles, because we get this mindset like Jesus is going to tell me exactly what I want to know, and what I want to hear. No, we won't. He did it to the apostles. He's going to give you a parable that's going to turn it back on what you should be doing in your heart, in your mind. And he'll do that already. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's for, for me, like, like definitely like, and I mean, I, I want to go get the best fish sandwich, right? When he is oh, dude. taking the bread, he's taking the bread and the yes. fish. You can't tell me that wasn't epic. I mean, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Boom. That's, that's, that's like, I, I can't imagine. I've never heard anybody say that, but you are so right. There's no, there's nothing, there's nothing bad about that fish sandwich. No, no. <laughs> the best fish sandwich I ever had. I know. <laughs> Guy says some hard stuff, but man, he can make a fish sandwich. <laughs> That's right. All right, you're at right. the bat. All right, so share a phrase you both say. A phrase that we both say? Yeah, and I, I guess you can take that both ways. You can be something that you both say that same phrase, or maybe a phrase that you say and a phrase she says. Or Sure. Um A phrase, a phrase that Shara says so much so <laughs> that that our kids, um, for listeners, uh, if you're new to the show, um, uh, me and Shara have a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and one-year-old. So when I say that our kids have picked up this phrase, like it's hilarious. You know, she says it so much. Her her phrase is, "Oh my goodness!" So much so that our three-year-old will walk around going, "Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness!" Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. A phrase that I say is, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a second one that I say because I actually picked this up from my dad. Shara had Shara earlier on in our marriage would begin to pick up that, that if I do something stupid, like if I'm, if I'm performing a task or whatever, and I do something that I didn't want to do, I'll say, oh, DJ. And so like, I'll, I'll scold myself by my name. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I, and I, yeah. I heard I would I like I always hear my dad say, "Oh, David," and I just picked it up. Yeah. Um. Okay. If animals could talk, I love this question, Brad. <laughs> I'm gonna let, I'm actually gonna let this one simmer just for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> just just watch your face. If animals could talk, which one do you think Tabitha would get along with best, and why? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you could also think about that as that means which one, which animal are you? But also, but I, I don't know. Prefer- so, so my answer is going to be different because I'm definitely a cat. As much as I would love to be a dog, I'm a cat. I'm like, you know what? I want to be around you when I want to be around you. And sometimes I just want to be left alone. And yeah, that's enough. That's enough time. And sometimes I just like to, you know, push things off the table. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say dog because, you know, my kids get the excitement from their mother of when they see a dog. Uh-huh. I don't care. I mean, we could have a hundred dogs and they'll see somebody walking the dog. It's like, oh, a dog. <laughs> pet the dog. Um, but, but I think I would love to hear the conversations if, if, 
you know, if the dog was able to talk back, uh, yeah. especially Daisy, because like our Daisy, who's a, who's a chocolate lab, she gets so excited like Tabby. Yeah. Just imagine if the two of them were having a conversation. Like, I have a ball. Look, I can look at some balls. Right? <laughs> and, and then the dog would probably say something too. Or they're like, or, or, or dogs are, are dogs are even better yet. Like the, the foot people from, from, uh, voyage of the dawn treader like the the group that just say oh that's a, that's that's great that's right that's yeah. right that's the best thing i've ever heard you're the, you're the yeah. smartest person in the whole wide world like i yeah totally yeah. here i could i could see tabitha just sitting back going you know what you're right i, I should keep yeah. talking i should keep talking i love you i love you <laughs> <laughs> all right we got okay which cartoon character would your partner be who would share be she's a cartoon I actually, so brad i'm gonna say this i i did not expect that question it is very easy she is absolutely jane jetson and if and she needs a rosie yeah now i will say this if jane jetson is too upper class for us then i would say <laughs> then i would say that she's that she's uh betty rubble betty rubble. <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> you, you know there is a there is a fan theory that that actually happens in the same time period it's like post-apocalyptic oh that's an that's an, that's an amazing thought yes that's people amazing live in the clouds, like the Jetsons, <laughs> and then the other people living still on post-apocalyptic earth so the flintstones because <laughs> there's the jetsons meet the flintstones kind the of, movie yeah the movie. sure yeah and so instead of being time travel it's just about kind of teleportation oh and that's a great movie, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Listeners, if you haven't ever seen uh, Jetsons, Jetsons and Flintstones, Flintstones beat the Jetsons, whatever, uh, John Goodman plays a fantastic um, uh, Fred Flintstone. And I want to say, um, oh, dude, I don't remember who 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 plays George Jetson. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, okay, so does Tabitha have any habits that drive you crazy? Hmm. Yes, and I know that. And we're going to move on, right? right? Yeah, yeah. The answer is right, yes. Crazy. Yeah, right. The answer is yes. Uh, so, so one that we've been dealing with recently, um, because it's not that it always wasn't there. It's just I never said anything about it, and so now we're okay. kind of at the part where okay, let's not suppress all of this stuff. We need to work through this stuff. Uh-huh. And so trying to find the balance here, but your, your sister does a guessing game with, with finishing <laughs> my sentences. And, and I, it's not that she doesn't know me because she knows me probably better than, than anyone else, but she doesn't even like, I'll get a few words out and then I, I don't say it. Apparently I talk too slow or I stop in a process and her brain is just like, no, we got to finish this. <laughs> so like, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking that maybe we should go to the mall. She would say that. Yeah, right. She knows you too well. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so thrifting? Well, well, no, that's not what I was thinking, but that's a good idea. Yeah, I was right. going to say that maybe we should go to the lake. Well, I would love to fish, but, but no. <laughs> and so just that that interruption and so she's being more 
like realizing that she's doing it. Although sometimes it's, she, she blurts it out and then she says, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I want I you to, I, I need, yeah. You know, I, want you, I, want, I think I want, it's be, becoming less of a, a problem and more of almost something that I, I start to laugh about. Yeah. Just because, you know, I, dealing with the thing that I thought, I think in my psyche, it was like, you're not listening to me. Right. And I acknowledge that that's not the case. It's just <laughs> like, hurry up, hurry up, slow boat, get, get to the point. Get there faster. This is not, yeah. This is not, this is not the introduction to a novel. Just, just give yeah. me the spark notes. Right. Uh, so, but that's, yeah. that's probably yeah, one of the things that. <laughs> All right. So last question on my side, and I'll just okay. go ahead and answer this for you, DJ. Okay. Um, if you could pick a new, if you could pick a new last name for you both, what would it be? And it obviously be Coleman. So <laughs> a new last name. Oh, a new last name. Yeah. Oh, wow, dude. A new last name. That's like, a, that's a terrific question. Um, I don't know why you're struggling. I already gave you the answer. Yeah, yeah. This is this this makes <laughs> this makes for this makes for for great for great radio. Uh, chaos. Chaos. It's just like because that's I mean that's that's what we live. Our life is our life is just it's a it's, it's a it's a it's a nest of chaos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the chaoses or calamity. Well, I, I, was, you know? I was thinking about that. I said best. You know, because that last name is best. <laughs> that last name is best. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last one for you. Who farts the loudest? The loudest? Who farts the that's loudest? That's probably me. That, that's, that's probably me. Like, all right. Okay. But the deadliest? Oh, dude. Your sister. Yeah. Oh, because man. Because something ha happened when when she was pregnant with Carrington. Our first. You know, yeah. when she was pregnant. Something went on in there. I mean, I was really starting to worry about Carrie Beth. It's like I don't think that's like that's normal. And whatever happened in toxic. her body when she got pregnant, it never left. Like, I'm like babe, you know, I'd kill an elephant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stuff. Um, well, I just want you to know that I distinctly remember growing up, it was it was horrid. I mean it was it was okay. it was it was it was toxic. It was awful. Uh, I mean, well, I think I would have, I think I would rather have been exposed to radiation, you know, permitted yeah. <laughs> and, and become worse. Of yeah. course, I made the worst mistake, right? Because when Tabby and I were kind of first uh, together, mm -hmm. she, she, you know, and it's toot in your house growing up, right? That's, yes, it, it was toot. Yeah, fart was fart. Yes, my mom we still doesn't like that word. We, we weren't yeah. allowed to use fart either. Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> actually, sorry, dad. My mom, like, don't care. It was, it was dad. Um, <laughs> But she tooted beside right. of me, and she was so embarrassed. It was one of the first times and only times I've ever seen your sister kind of get embarrassed. Yeah. So I kind of had to fart, too. So I just lifted up my leg and farted on her leg. <laughs> and that was the worst mistake of my life. Yeah, dude. Because it has been on. It has been on ever since. We've been married for 18 years. 18. And it's still on. It's still on. And I'm, I, I think I'm going to go out of this world when she Dutch ovens me one day, and I just don't <laughs> come out of it. That's awesome. Well, I think that's a great segue into our topic. 
Yeah, that's right. Actually, that's the worst segue on the planet into our topic. Man who, man who <laughs> fart in church sitting on pew. That's right. I wonder if we could make that into a church sign like last episode. You know, how to, how to, how, like, you know, don't Dutch, don't Dutch oven somebody. Let Jesus Dutch oven you. You know, like, <laughs> something dumb. Okay. So what we want to talk about today is the role of the husbands. Um, outside of outside of being, you know, the uh, the sarcastic the, the the sarcastic scornful voice of our of our of our our wife's um, uh, um, our wife's personalities. What um, dude, when you were growing up, how did you see the role of the husband? Um, I know I know that for me, and. I always, I always try to like superimpose my life experience as a kid into what I assumed other, other, other kids, you know, relationships with their dad or, or, you know, what would, what would it be like essentially kind of living in their house. And for me, like the, the, the role of the husband as I always saw it was, was a leader. And I think this plays a lot into my dad's personality was a leader, but was not a, a dictator. And the way I've always, the way I've always kind of phrased it, you know, with, with me and Shara is that I hold the ace of spades, but I don't use it unless I have to, if that makes any sense. So yeah. Yeah. Growing up with, uh, with Doug and Vanessa, what was that like for you? So, so let me kind of segue into that with, with, was saying this because I, I want to say this and I don't want to forget to say this. Sure. Being the head of the house, being the man, I, I think biblically is a role of special responsibility, not special privilege. Yeah. And I think that's where sometimes we get hung up. It's, it's not about special privilege. It's about special responsibility. So one of the things that I saw with my dad, um, my mom's not weak. You, you, you don't want to, uh, like, I pity the fool <laughs> that, that, that tries to attack my mom because she is just a wildcat. And yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like, that's, like, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Like, don't, don't mess with my mom. She, <laughs> that's, 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 that's like playing around with dynamite, you know, in a match. No, don't do it. Right. Um, but one of the things I think I saw model with my dad was my dad, if there was danger, if there was a threat, my dad was going to face it first. Mm. And then you'd have to face my mom before you got to us kids. Right. You know, so like a protector, just, yeah, just, and but being that one that he's going to take, he's going to take the biggest brunt of the blow. He's going to take the biggest brunt of the blame. You know, mm. he, he's, he's going to carry the weight. Now it's, right. it's, it's a partnership. And I, I think I saw that, you know, my dad didn't tell my mom what to do. Right. Like he Like his, that, that wouldn't work out well either. Right. That would not bode well. <laughs> I remember, I remember one of the, I remember an <clears throat> argument that they had, Right. Because my mom was like, well, I'm going to just walk over there. And it's like, you know, dark, 10 o'clock at night. And she's talking about like a mile and a half up the road. And my dad's like, Vanessa, no, you're not. 
Like you're not going to walk out there by yourself. I can take care of myself. I'm not saying you can't take care of yourself. Yeah. Right. No, you're not going to do that. Yeah. And, and to see, you know, and my mom didn't. Now my dad also, I think knew not to push my mom because, you know, you push my mom past a certain point, she'll do it or die. Like, like now I have to, and I, like, I have that in me. And that definitely came from my mom. Like, tell me I can't, like, it is impossible for that to happen. Right. Like, well, I did it last Thursday. So let me show you. you know, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure it's not impossible. Uh-huh. Do you know, I didn't even want to do it, but now I got to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. People like Larry are going back and forth in their boat trying to get us to move. It's like, no, no. <laughs> I forgot about Larry. I yeah. Done, but now I got to yeah. stay. Um, but like, <laughs> the my fishing dad modeled just that leadership um, going first, like, you know, uh, reading his Bible at the table. Like, or I remember sometimes like just seeing my dad's Bible open on the table. I know he had been reading it, you know, my dad modeled, you know, praying. My dad modeled getting us to church, even though sometimes it was a fight because man, oh, like getting everybody ready and all of that, you know, easy like Sunday morning, those people weren't going to church with kids. I mean, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. Easy like Sunday morning are, are, are childless parent or childless people yeah. for sure. Childless parents listen to me. But I think, you know, my dad was the, a model of love. He was a model of, of compassion. He was a model of tough, you know, you don't mess with my dad. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I believe that like my dad was like, you know, a solid, five nine ish uh yeah yeah so Popeye forearms shorter yeah, shorter guy like, yeah but man it's like i don't care if your dad's six foot eight and <laughs> 300 pounds like my dad whoop you yeah you know, like, so but again I, I saw that leadership now i will say that one of the things that in my house growing up was mm-hmm. mom took care of you know most of the cooking mom took care of most of the cleaning and you know, sure. ironing and, and all that stuff. So when I first got married, like I remember looking at your sister one day and I was like, I, I don't, I don't have any clean pants. She's like, all right. <laughs> so I don't have any clean pants. She's right. Like, well, <laughs> you should probably wash them. <laughs> you know, and it's that kind of come to Jesus moment of, um, <clears throat> We're not going to do stuff like you. Do. Like I'm, I'm not your yeah. maid. I'm not. I'm not going to wash all of your clothes and and do all this. I'm not going to iron. And, and now, really, she does. Like the kids wash their clothes, but Tabby washes mine and hers, which is kind of funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> she does. Um, yeah. But she doesn't iron. Like she would iron if I asked her to. Uh-huh. But like my mom was the kind of person like, oh, you got to iron everything. You know, she was ironing my dad's pants you know, his shirts, you know, to make sure your husband looks good and, and do these things. And, you know, right. the homemaker, like the homemaker, even though yeah, my sure. mom, you know, a lot of times it, back and forth, sometimes she was working out of the home and sometimes she wasn't, you know, it was that. And, and I think there was more of a partnership, but again, mom took the brunt of that responsibility. That's just what, you know, she cleans, she cooks. And so that's just what the wife does. And it's like, the interesting thing is, really we should both we should all be helping with yeah. that and i think that was one of the things that i grew into and i would say that my mom probably wished my dad would have done more yeah yeah so 
one of the things that 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 I, I I've thought about often between me and Shara is actually exa- is exactly that. Um, and and you know I'm not saying that that Dad didn't pull his weight around the house because it's just not true. Um, and you know I have to. It's it's hard for me to remember a lot of of kind of acts of service, if you will, that that Dad did in the house when I was a kid. You know, I, I remember I remember more of seeing that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, the older that I got. Um, but I had the I had a similar experience, Brad. You know, Dad was Dad was the protector. Um, dad was uh, Dad was like the 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 intellectual leader. He was, he taught us how to, how to pray. He taught us how to think. He taught us, you know, what scripture meant. And I'm not saying that my mom didn't. And, and I think that like, I mean, I remember distinctly um, for years, mom being, and I don't remember if it was like on, I think it was late Saturday nights, to be quite honest, either late Friday night or late Saturday night that mom was, you know, reading through her, her Sunday school lit to prep um so you know i had plenty of plenty of spiritual conversations with 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 my mom but i remember distinctly kind of grounding my my identity of who is christ um what is church what is family right i mean dad was always the one to kind of to kind of lay down the law of no i don't care what you want to do you're getting your you're getting your butt in the car and we're all going this is not this is not this is not a, a democracy a democracy where i'm gonna let i'm not gonna let what, what you want to do did you think we were voting or not? No. yeah that's exactly right yeah i'm sorry did, did i did i did i seem like i wanted to cast ballots because that's not the case um so but dad my dad doesn't have a a strong in your face personality unless you get him there and when I say unless you get him there, listeners. So uh, if you're new to the show, Brad and I, uh, we uh, we've been we've been on several fishing trips with my dad. I've obviously grew up in the house with my dad. You can get dad into the my way or the highway if you if you talk anything about politics. And that's where we're going to leave that conversation, Brad. He's <laughs> we're not here. Okay. Right there. Yeah, he's not here. David, but, we love you. We probably listen. To yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you listen, Dad, I love you very much. But, anyways. Um, but like, if, if, if dad is even remotely, um, I remember, and I can't, I couldn't give you specific instances necessarily. I just remember this sort of the essence of this being there that if there was even like remotely an injustice that was either occurring or the evidence of an injustice that was, that was showing itself um, maybe, maybe like you can tell that that person has had a bad day, or that person has been uh, demeaned, demoralized. Po- I, and I, I'm not, I'm going to say beaten, but I never, I never experienced that scenario. That's a really good way to to ramp dad up um, to get him on 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 the offensive, not the defensive. Um, so, since getting married, then, and you know, and stepping into the role of the husband. And you've got, you've already kind of mentioned on this, you know, with, yeah, with, say, uh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with what is it? Yeah, no, no, it's good with, um, what is it that, that kind of has changed for me? And, and, and so, you know, Sharon and I have been married 13 years, actually this month. Um, and 
uh, our son is six. So for what's 13 minus six. So for seven years, I, I still uh, wanted desperately to adopt the routine that I grew up with. And here's the routine that I grew up with. When you get home from, from your day, if it was school, work, whatever, you you know, whoever fixed dinner, me, me and Shara, I love cooking for Shara. That's something that dad, dad would grill. He was always the outside guy. Mom was always the inside, inside woman. Um, you know, she would, she would bake, she would do stovetop stuff. Um, but I, I, I know like when Sharon and I take meals, it's like we, we take the full meal um, before kids, we cooked a lot together, but either way, whoever, whoever cooks, we, we, we sit down, we have our meal at the table of couch, doesn't matter. And then you stay on the couch or you go to the couch. Shara had the experience growing up of, and this is true. If Brenda, if you're listening, love you, love you, mother-in-law. But there is a there are stories of Brenda starting to wash dishes before actually sitting down to eat. To where to where Shara's dad says has had to say, Brenda, come sit down. We're eating now. And so, you know, for me, it was seven years before I began to realize, okay, there are two things that are, that are eternal and by eternal, not, not, not entering the the metaphysical spiritual world. There are two things, maybe I'll say this, that are infinite in a, in a, in our lifetime and they are dishes and laundry. <laughs> oh yeah. That's it. Like, like you can, you can, you can manipulate all the other variables to a certain extent, but dishes and laundry will always be infinite. And when, when our oldest was first born, I saw Shara because I still wanted this, this whole, would you please come and relax? I saw this whole thing not ending. I was like, Shara's never going to get out of this. Yeah. She doesn't want me to do the laundry, nor do I want to do the laundry. And that's when I realized, okay, I got to do dishes. And so Acts of service have played a different role in our marriage than in um, than in Shara's. But since getting married, Brad, stepping into that, how have you seen your role as the husband change? And 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 you know, going beyond acts of service, what what has you know? So you, you say you you guys have been married for eighteen years. How yeah. has how has your view on husbandhood changed from then to now? Wow, like a lot. Yeah. Again, back where where I kind of spurted out spurted out earlier, um, that that being the head of the household is about special responsibility, not special privilege. And so, how how do I better serve my family? Now, I I'm a human being. I get selfish. I'm gonna do things. Um, I'm not fully focused on that. But just looking at that and and looking at Tabby and I are still a team and my mom and dad were a team, too. So I, I think some of that was carried on. It's not so much different, but but mm-hmm. learning marriage, I think, when we do it God's way is is growing together. So continuing to as we change, because we change as people as we grow. Like mm-hmm. continuing to to learn and grow with your sister and understanding your sister, what are her needs? Because yeah. one of the best ways I think leading my family is well, what Jesus said, if you want to be the greatest, be be the slave mm-hmm. of everyone. Be everyone's servant, be everyone's slave. Right. And so, you know, how do I better love my wife? 
How do I make sure she is getting the things that she needs? Um, how do I lead? Right. Tabby and I, I mean, you know, this, we had both reached the heaviest that we had ever been, mm. you know, in, in weight, you know, I was nearly 300 pounds and your sister was some weight, uh, not going to disclose that right that's a rule that is a rule yeah <laughs> she would if she was here but i'm not going to yeah, i was like even if she it. even if she gives you the green light nope ain't happening yeah nope um <laughs> negatory i can tell you that we've both lost about 50 pounds and and that's terrific, know, we, man. we're feeling a lot better i still got a lot more weight that i should lose your sister looks amazing and, and is feeling a lot better now. Yeah. She got diagnosed with lupus mm. and that was, that was one of the things that I needed. It was an eye opener um, when I started studying, cause that's who I am. I'm a researcher. So yeah. I started yeah. reading up on lupus cause I knew very little about it sure. and uh, well, what that even meant and, and how you treat it and, and is it curable? No, it's not. And I don't like that uh, at least at this point. <laughs> So I'm like, well, Jesus, you can do anything. Um, he hasn't decided to at this point. And I try to right. trust his will. Uh, but one of the best ways that you you treat lupus along with medication is a good nutrition. It's a healthy diet. And we mm. were living anything but that. Now, we're certainly not doing it perfectly now, but we do it a lot better. But I know your sister. She's strong and she can do anything that she puts her mind to. But she's not going to do it if I don't. If I'm sitting there eating donuts, she's going to eat donuts. Sure. If I'm sitting there putting garbage and stuff into my body, she's going to do that. Yeah. So, but she will follow that because she, she wants to, she wants to eat better. Right. And so I felt it was my responsibility to, to lead my wife in that. Yeah. Now she didn't have to follow. She could still be eating donuts. Right. I don't swat them out of her hand. I'm smarter than that. <laughs> even if she gives you the green light nope <laughs> not happening <laughs> i make one of the kids do it She's yeah like that's right yeah 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 <laughs> you know so but 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 again there's that leadership one of the things that your sister has said in the past is she's like you know i don't have a problem with you being the head of the household when you are modeling what god has put out because that means you're following him you're becoming more Christ-like. Yeah. Christ came down not to be served, but to serve. Right. And so the more I look like him, the more I'm serving my family instead of being served by my family. And I think that's one of the things that just in, in whether in the world or in the church or whatever, is like, I'm the big kahuna, serve right. me. Yeah. That's not yeah. Christ-like husband. Yeah. And yeah, and I would I would definitely I would definitely agree that my my view of what a husband is and you know my view is what I think a husband should be the role uh within the within the home and the role socially you know like in society even how how society whether it's the church or not views the role of the husband um I would say is is very much has and I don't know how many years, but has has begun to lean that direction. Um, you know, it's certainly not the same kind of role that you know. If you go back to the fifties and read like a home ec home economics textbook, you know, there's like etiquette of 
and, and I don't know if you've ever read this before, but there's actually etiquette of here's here here is as a wife, here are things that you need to do for your husband because he's out, he's been out and he's been working hard and you need to serve him and don't ask him questions. You know, I mean, like just stuff like that, that was just clearly different. And like that infuriates our that infuriates our country now, but oddly it it didn't infuriate people back then. And I think it's just because things have things have changed. And when I say things have changed, um, I don't want necessarily um to be, you know, to to try to be a determinant as to you know the church's role or lack thereof in that. But I, I can certainly say that my view on 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 leadership, um, I, there are there are essentially two basic types of leadership pyramids that I've found. One is a pyramid that stands up straight. Where the you know the the squares at the bottom at the points at the top. My view of leadership, what I feel is actually more accurate, and this is just my personal opinion, is the it's what's called the inverted pyramid, where the points on the bottom and the squares at the, up at the top. And for me, the way that the way that I have I uh, the way I feel like I can actually show Shara that I love her the most is where the point is on the bottom. That if I'm the one who who screws up, if there's if there's sin in my life, if I'm stupid, if I'm not listening to her and I say that I am, I mean, you know, just like whatever the case is, the pyramid begins to tip. Does that make sense? And so and so like the sort of the the success, the health um, of of our marriage and listen, seriously, not, not even worry about the kids yet. But just as a husband, the success of our the health of our marriage is determined on whether or not that pyramid is upside down. Now, I will certainly say this for the for you know for listeners who are who are kind of hearing the loophole in this of well that means that your wife is has no accountability. That's not true, and I'm not trying to say that at all. But in the same respect that that Jesus that Jesus loves the church and died for the church. Husbands are supposed to love their wives as Christ loved the church. That means that that means that like the church, the church shouldn't just get let off like the church has 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 accountability, you know, just as much as the wife does. And so we are. I yeah. Mean, read Revelation. We like yeah. God holds us accountable for our stuff. Read Corinthians. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. It's, so I like you hit on that scripture and it's, it's a common scripture. Right. So but we like to start with. um Wives submit to your husbands. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah, and you, yeah you, you certainly got to read on to husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church, which, which to me is, is bigger than submitting. Um, right. It's <laughs> much he bigger. Had perfect love. He had perfect yeah, love. Yeah, you know, right. First Corinthians chapter 13. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. But we forget the, the scripture that comes right before that, which says submit yourselves to one another as in, into the Lord, as into yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Yep. And I, and I think then it leads into how, how are we doing that? Right. So it's marriage for is, is a, should be a mutual submission, right? I think yeah, if we're doing absolutely. it God's way, then, then I'm more concerned about her well-being and her needs and her wants and her desires. She's more concerned about my needs, my wants, and my desires. And we're going to do that imperfectly. Yeah. But if we're doing that and we're practicing that and we're trying to do that, you know, on just on an ongoing basis and, and we're getting better at doing that right then then things are are getting better 
Yeah. Uh, somebody mentioned this the other day, and, and man, it's just on my mind, so I want to talk about it. All right. So the wedding at Canaan, Cana, Jesus turns water into wine. Yeah, right? sure. Mm-hmm. And, and and they go, oh, hey, they ran out of wine. Jesus turns water into wine. The master of the ceremonies tastes the wine, and he goes, wow, this is the best wine. Right. Look, everybody brings out the best wine first. And then once everybody's drank enough and all this, then they yeah. bring out the poorer wine, right? Because it doesn't matter so much. But you've saved yeah, the best right. wine till, till last. And somebody pointed this out recently. Jesus is showing us a picture of how he intends marriage. What does everybody do? They're going to put their best face forward while they're dating. Oh, look, I'm going to hide all of this this bad. I'm going to, I'm going to give you everything. And how many times it makes me sick. I'm going to be honest, guys, it makes me sick. So if you said this, you make me sick. Uh, you need to correct this. Uh, I got her. So now I don't have to. Now I don't have to do all this. Now I don't have to date her. I don't have to woo her. I did all right. Yeah, before. that's exactly well, then right. You were, then you were scamming your wife. Yeah. You were giving her something that you're not. Yeah. You, were, you sold her something falsely. And I hate when people do that. You did a bait and switch. Don't do that. But what Jesus shows us is it should get better as it goes on, right? So let's let's let all of the realness be there, and let's grow together, right? And so that while everybody else is is running out, I don't I don't I don't love her anymore. We just can't get along, and all this yeah, the void is is just insane, um, both outside the church and inside the church with the exception of when we do it God's way. When people yeah. who are living life together, they're going to going to church together, they're they're in God's word, they're they're seeking to do things God's way. Right? Then I think it gets better. I love my wife more today than I did the day I married her. And I didn't think that was possible. And because I fall yeah. in love with her over and over again. And yeah, all the challenges, absolutely. Year 10 was was a hard year for us. It was a very difficult year. Oh, wow. um, we don't want to get into that right now. We can maybe break it apart some other day. Sure. Yeah. It was, it was a challenging yeah, year, year. Year six was for us. When we, look, when we look back, but we got through it and it's, it's getting better. You know, yeah. I don't want to, I don't know who's listening. I don't want to get in too much. You know, I've, I've heard, you know, you, oh, you need to have all of your sex before you get married because it stops when you get married well that's not god's model matter of fact that's backwards and again there's the wedding at cana you know you're put you put out the good wine first and then it ran out yep right now if you do it god's way it should be getting better yep but don't be selfish in the bedroom don't be selfish with your wife put her first don't be selfish in the bedroom put her first i and i tell i've told guys i've counseled with young guys counsel Mary, guys, if you put her first in the bedroom, then then you're not going to lose. I'm not going to say it's perfect or it's going to work out. Right. Um, but the, 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 I mean, that's such a big topic. Right. Right. Also, realize that she's a person and she probably comes with some baggage. She definitely comes with some baggage. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes you need to learn to communicate. And work through that baggage because sometimes you feel like it's you and it's not you know and, and i don't get into a lot of this and i know we're probably running low on time but yeah. one of the things that i found out with your sister uh, was there was a lot of that she wasn't for a long time comfortable in her own skin 
let's put it that way. Mm. Like she wasn't comfortable in her own skin. Sure. And that, and that can start to feel like, Oh, it's me. When really, yeah. when I find out like, no, it's, there's a lot of her insecurities that are playing into that. Yeah. And then how do we help her heal? How does she start to heal? And, and again, right, some right. of you know, doing that and, and the she, difference that makes. Shara, Shara, um, I think, I think Shara's experience with that, you know, not being really comfortable in her own skin. Um, mm. I think, I think she experienced that at, at its absolute highest when we moved to Mississippi, because she had already been, she'd always been surrounded by, by like familiarity and familiar friends. Um, and, you know, it's interesting that you say that because one of the things that I was all, that I was always trying to try to be deliberate about, even when I was, even though I was pursuing um, the doctorate down, down in Mississippi, um, I've always been very, very um, defensive for towards, if you will, um, to sh like share a feeling included in groups that that she doesn't that she doesn't feel comfortable in. Because I mean, you know, uh, listeners, I, I'm uh, I'm I've married a I married a wife that that doesn't that doesn't like to talk in front of a lot of people, and so for those of you that are like that. I mean, being able to retreat into your shell, that's a real thing. Um, and when you're in a, when you're in a brand new place and everyone that you come across 100% of the time is brand new, you, I mean, you set up shop in your shell pretty quick. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, one of the things that, 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 you know, I, I got to thinking about before, before we, uh, we've did this app is, you know, what is it that the church has, has gotten right? And what is it the church has gotten wrong, in my opinion, about marriage? And one of the things and the role of the husband, one of the things that I don't think is talked enough about is actually what we're talking about right now, which is not not like what's the theoretical uh, role of a husband, because it's it's really easy to to to, to you know, to to. Um, to take the role of the husband as the leader and then just chase that. And it becomes essentially not a, a role of servant, a role of service mm -hmm. or even a role of, of mutuality, but it really becomes, it's very easy for the discussion to become a, a, um, a discussion of leader versus subordinate. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily, I really just don't think that the, that the church has said enough about how men need to cater their roles as husbands, as you, as you mentioned, Brad, mm -hmm. to what their wives need, you know, because I mean, like Jesus, it, I think it'd be really interesting. One, one of my, I'll, I'll just put it this way. One, one of my absolute favorite moments in Jesus's ministry is um, him and the disciples. And forgive me, I don't remember where they were going, but they were actually like fleeing the crowds. They were like, they were all tired. They were trying to get from one place to the other. And Jesus turned around is right before he right before he fed um, the 5000. He turned around and the and scripture says, and he had compassion because he saw so many, essentially so many lost sheep and they were hungry. And like that right there, I tell you, in my opinion, that ought to tell you everything you need to know about what to like. How, how do you begin to orient yourself as a husband to your wife? What does she need? And are you willing to are you willing to put yourself, rake yourself against the coals even sometimes to have to have that kind of compassion and and to realize this is what she needs. Now, 
in my defense, and I say in my defense because if I think the logic would say, well, DJ, in that instance, then you shouldn't have gone to Mississippi because life was just too hard. It was it was tearing her apart. I would completely agree with you up until the point that she began to felt she began to feel the same calling upon her heart yeah, as totally. I felt upon mine. And Boom. I was I I, I, I just because God I, doesn't divide. That's exactly right. Divisive. And not, I had not I, marriage. Not I had a, put together. I, it's exactly right. Yeah. And I had I had the same I had this conversation uh, over text with a friend here recently. And I and I explained to him, I believe fully that when God calls the man, he calls the woman too. He doesn't call the woman in the like in a in a career setting necessarily as he does the man. Yeah. But there is there there is no marriage. I believe this with all my heart. There is no marriage where God, as you mentioned, Brad, is trying to divide because he's only calling one of them. So dude, yeah. that's like, deep. Yeah. Yeah, so you got, so you got one more thing? You got it? I mean, go ahead and take it if you want. Well, I was just saying, the 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 point of that, I think, and, and this is your parents' house, all right? There's a, there's a triangle. Yeah. This is God, David, Missy. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, that the closer that we you come to God, the closer you come to each other, because the smaller the triangle is. Right. And and I think that's right. When, when you are both seeking God, and then then God is going to affirm those things that he's called you to. Yep. I think that's one of the telltale things. That's one of the accountability. It's like when you're surefire convinced that, that God is telling you this and your wife's going, mm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You need to go back and evaluate that. A yeah. Lot. Listen to her. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen to her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, marriage is difficult, but it can yeah. be fun. Um, there's so much there's so there's much so much man I mean, yeah I yeah i knew i knew it was, I knew it was gonna be impossible to... more, more more podcasts um i knew it was impossible to unpack this love, in, love in your one wife minute. husbands love your wife like christ loves the church and yeah. gave his self for her if you're going to be able to do that though you got to go read what he did yeah go look at the story of jesus what he did, what he's doing, what he's going to do. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus, man. See, see it. See his conversations, man. He's he's not afraid to call people a den of vipers. Actually, I think that was John the Baptist. But whitewashed tombs. <laughs> yeah. You know, what, yeah. John the Baptist called him a den of vipers. Jesus yeah. said whitewashed tombs. Like, like right. guys, you guys are just dead. Yeah. So. Just not afraid to have the hard conversations, but he's compassionate. He's loving. Look to Jesus. That's, I mean, as a pastor, that that's one of the things that I try to go, look. It's about Jesus. The Bible's about Jesus. Life. How can we know Jesus, who is the source of love and joy and peace? And when we try to find it outside of Him, we'll find it lacking because it doesn't exist. Yeah, we can't find true love, true peace, true joy. I mean, make some people mad. That's okay. You can be wrong. Uh, you can't find true love, true joy, mm -hmm. true joy, true peace outside of Jesus. My daddy said this when he married my mom. He was not a Christian, and I I believe he loved my mom. So that's not what I'm saying. Oh, you can't right. love your wife. Sure. No, he loved my mom. That's part of the reason he went to church to see her baptized because he loved my mom. That's the only reason he went to church. But God got a hold of him that day, 
and saved his soul. And my daddy told me, he said, son, I thought I loved your mother. But until Jesus changed my heart, I didn't even know what love was. Yeah, dude, that's that's a good word. And I think I think that's a I, I think that has um, potential to be controversial. But I am so in on that. Absolutely. So, listeners, thank you for uh, for hanging out with us. Um, hope that you've enjoyed this app. This is a, this is something that clearly um, Brad and I are 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 passionate about, um, and we you know we hope that that you know our conversations um, get you to get you to think more about uh, like we do. You know, at least uh, get more get us thinking more about what our roles are as, as husbands. What do I do? What do I not do? What should I do? What should I not do? That kind of thing. Um, but. Uh, if you like if you like our our, uh, our show, um, give us a five star rating. You can give us comments, as I mentioned in episode one. Smart remarks are always welcome. Give us good feedback. If you have suggestions, questions, um, uh, you know, figure a way to to get in contact with us. I actually um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, be a little transparent here and say that that when it comes to social media, I'm pretty much a dinosaur. That's another topic for another day. But uh, uh, guys, we we appreciate it. Hope that you enjoyed it. We'll catch you next time.